All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Game Changer. David Villa here with the lovely Diana Villa. And uh, we are we are in week two of the law of process. Um, if you are on Version Bible app, um, this is going to be our plan. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be out, but uh, within the next couple of weeks for sure, um, this plan will be out. The law of process on Version. And uh, make sure you check that out. And uh, we talked about Joseph last week, Diana. Today we're going to talk about David. And uh, we're going to do this for the next uh, six weeks after this. We're going to bring a different person in the Bible and illustrate the process that they walk through. And I I believe this. I believe by using um, um, a lot of these you know, and we're familiar with the story of David in many ways. Um, We're going to talk about some that are a little less familiar, but we're going to talk about the process um, in many people's life. And I think it will help us because here's the one thing I can guarantee as a believer, we're walk, we will walk through process on our way to the purpose that God has laid out for our life. You can't avoid it. And if you do, um, you know, if you, if you really look at it, <clears throat> even Caleb, and I don't want to get too far ahead, and, and Joshua, you know, they were a couple of spies, uh, a couple of the people that came out and spied the land for Moses. And they were two that made it. And the rest of the people that went through the wilderness during that time frame never made it. And, um, but God gave them such a long time to develop the process in them. And, um, so process is something you have to get. And so we're going to talk about David and the law process today. And scripture in second Samuel five ten says, and David became greater and greater for the Lord, the God of hosts was with him. So let me kick it off by saying in our journey of faith, you know, we, we often desire to achieve great things for God's glory. Uh, we, we long for success. Uh, we long for impact and significance. Um, I think all of us do. However, we must remember that greatness is not achieved overnight. Um, it's a result of process, a gradual development and growth that takes time and perseverance. So let's look at the life of David, who was a man after God's own heart. And if you look at his life, it provides us with valuable insights into the law of process. So he began as a shepherd, Right tending uh, to his father's flock in the fields. And little did he know that those uh, solitary moments of guarding and protecting the sheep were preparing him for the task of leading God's people. And so David's process included facing and overcoming challenges, um, such as defeating Goliath and navigating, you know, complexities um, of serving in King Saul's court and enduring hardships of exile. So he went through multiple things. So let's look at the process of David and how it refined his character. And uh, we've been talking about this. This is now week two. What's your take on process? And uh, give us some thoughts as we dive into the life of David here. When it comes to your process. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. She's still in process. She's still, she's still, she's still processing it, Mike. I was. I was just trying to think of you know, so many things when I think about David. Right. Um, well, give me one. One, he was overlooked. That's yeah. really a big part. That's part of the process that... You have you ever felt he, overlooked? Yes. Me too. I have. Me so too. I think that's where it starts for him. He was overlooked by his closest people, his yeah. family, his right. father, his brothers. He was overlooked. And so his life starts as a life that seems so insignificant that even his father didn't like call him to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. God knew. Yeah. And so even when you're overlooked and you don't seem like much, God knows. And so 
they brought in this, oh, the one that was tending the sheep brought him in, and that's the one that was anointed. And then obviously there's a great amount of time between that anointing and, you know, becoming king. And so how about, you know, we know the Lord's spoken something over our life, but we expect God to be this overnight God and that he's going to do it tomorrow. But how often is there a process (laughs) that takes much longer than we think it should? Mm -hmm. And so we can begrudge that process or we can can recognize that during that process, God is working through and working out some key things in our lives so that when we come to the point of the fulfillment of that process, that we are prepared emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, that there's nothing that is, that we had, he hasn't used the circumstances of life to prepare us for that moment. So the process he went through, I agree. And the process David went through, you know, refined his character, number one, and it deepened his trust in God, number two. Number three, it honed his skills as a leader. Think about that. Because David, if you even look now to the to the Jewish people, I mean, David is hailed as, you know, a hero. I mean, he's obviously a Bible hero. We, you know, you can't go a month in church without hearing his name brought up in a sermon. And um, so David... You know, he, he was a leader and he was going to be a, a, a very ins- inspirational leader, an impactful leader. So this process honed his skills as a leader. Here, here's another thing it did. He learned in this process the importance of faithfulness, you know, um, humility. Because even after he was anointed king by Samuel, he goes right back out to the shepherd field. So not only did he have that faithfulness, but he also had experienced humility. It taught him humility because he's thinking, you know, here I am. You know, um, I, I was just brought in and, and, you know, so yeah, I've had this rejection. I was overlooked, but then when I was brought in, I, I I'm, I'm told I'm going to be King, but then I'm out here picking up sheep doo-doo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, so he was humbled and also it taught him a dependence on the Lord. And, um, you know, when he went to fight Goliath, look at what he said. He said, you know, you come to me with a sword and a spear. I come to you in the name of the Lord. So it taught him something and also anointed him. It put an anointing on his life, but it taught him a dependence on the Lord. So David's process was not always easy, and it certainly wasn't glamorous, but it was necessary for his growth and necessary for his preparation. Well, it comes back down to, and it was mentioned in the Second Samuel 5.10, mm-hmm. that the God of hosts was with him. So there's a common denominator between right now, but it written in the scripture for both Joseph and David, the Lord was with him That's good. and it comes back down. So it's the Lord. So is the Lord with you? Are you inviting him in? Are you seeking him? You know, another thing that I think about David is that he was someone that he knew that he needed God, even in his failures. Right. I always love the scripture. Psalms 139 verse 23 through 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Saying, search me, God, you know, right? And God doesn't just search and then let us be. He searches in what works it out of us and then lead me. And so he basically was acknowledged that God, you know, search me, you know, and then what? I'm inviting you in. You lead me. Yeah. 
So I think that's a really good, and, and obviously lots of, of, of the scripture there is written, uh, Psalms are written by David, and a lot of time in some of his hardest challenges and his darkest times. So um, he always had a sense, and I think that's why he's, you know says he's a, a man after God's own heart. Right. He always knew that he had a need for God. Yep. And yeah. sometimes we think we can do it on our own. Yeah, and the law of process will teach you that's not the case, right? The law of process, it teaches us that growth and development are not instantaneous. And I think that's what you said, right? We don't serve, a, we, we want this overnight God, but but success never goes on sale. It's not going to be shortchanged. And so the law of process teaches us that growth and development are not instantaneous, but it requires patience, and we don't like that. It requires perseverance, and sometimes we don't feel like doing that. It requires trust. Well, I've been let down before, right? But all of that in God's timing. And so as we navigate the challenges and opportunities, um, you know, that come our way, let us embrace the process. When I think of embrace, what I mean, let us, let us embrace it. You know, let us, let us with open arms, embrace it, hug the process, knowing that God is working in and through us. And there's a couple of scriptures here. Um, once you read Philippians 1, 6 right there. Philippians 1 6 and I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on that day of Jesus Christ so think about that so I want you to meditate on that for a second Paul says here I am sure of this so we skip we skip but we or we just kind of breeze past that and we just look at the he, you know who, who he who began a good work and it just sounds good when I gave man in it but it's just like in one ear out the other sometimes or it's just it, we just don't let it resonate but listen to what it says I am sure of this like Paul said, I am confident of this. Like when you start off a sentence saying that, it, it usually will grab someone's attention. You know, if I say, hey, yeah. look, there's one thing. Like if we're talking, in, hey, there's, listen, there's something I'm, I'm positive about this. If I say that, then usually what that does is create such an emphasis on what I'm getting ready to say, and it puts weight on it. So Paul said, I'm positive of this. I'm sure of this. That he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Sounded like he had experienced that through process. Read Proverbs 16, 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be establish, established. Mm. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's There's a condition there. You have to commit your work to the Lord. And then what does that look like? What is committing your work to the Lord? When you commit your work to the Lord, you're, what that tells me is I'm taking it out of my hands and I'm putting it in his. You know? And then your plans will be established. It doesn't mean like, here you go, God, now give me my established plans right now. It's like I'm committing it to you, so I'm letting go of it, and I'm trusting you with the process. That whole, that whole scripture says process. That, that scripture is as slow as a snail in some cases. Yeah. You know, we got to be prepared. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. How long does it take to establish your plans? I mean, God could do it instantaneous, but I mean, how long is it going to take to establish your plans? And I think that that is foundational. What about the next one? Proverbs 16, I'm oh, sorry, Psalms. Psalms 138, 8. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast lo love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. What does that tell you? He will finish it. He will fulfill his purpose <coughs> for me. And I think that's the connecting thing, his purpose. He will fulfill his purpose. Mm -hmm. Are we seeking the Lord for his purpose over our life? 
Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Sometimes that's the only thing you have to hang on to when you're going through tough times. Like his love endures forever. He is with me. If he leaves me, loves me, he is for me. He's not going to leave me. So I, I think that that's, and then do not forsake the work of your hands. It's what I do. Am I allowing the Lord to lead me in that? Am I doing the work that the Lord has for me? And I don't think mean work like your job, career. I mean, am I accomplishing the full will of the Lord over my life? Mm. Am I being a witness to the people around me by my speech, my actions, my love? Am I doing that? Yeah. Because ultimately we have the Great Commission, right? Yeah. That's the great work, yeah. right? Yeah. The Great if you Commission. Look at, if you look at David, you know, as we wrap up here, and I'm going to pray. Um, I'm going to ask you to pray in a second. Um, but I want to, as we wrap up, looking at the life of David, I mean, the process is, is deeper and fuller than this, and it's more, it has more than what I'm about to say. But, uh, you know, he was overlooked. He was a shepherd boy, discounted by his own father, not invited to the party. When he was invited to the party, he was anointed king, went back out to the shepherd field, came to feed his brothers to see what was going on, saw Goliath, chastised by his brothers, discounted and laughed at and mocked by Goliath, killed Goliath, hated by Saul, loved by the people, and then ultimately through living in exile, hiding for his life from Saul, ultimately ended up becoming king. And if you just look at it, then, you know, had the failure with Bathsheba, you know, just on and on and on, you know, back and forth, but the process that God was working in his life, you know, led him to um, become, you know, one of the greatest kings Israel ever had. And, you know, um, but you, you, you hit it on the head. He was a man after God's own heart, and he never lost focus of the need for God in his life. But um, you going to read something? Well, I just wanted to read that scripture in a different version. It's the easy read version. Mm -hmm. And it's, Lord, I know you, you will do what you have promised. Mm -hmm. Lord, your faithful love will last forever. You are the one who made us, so don't leave us. Mm -hmm. Would you pray for us? Say the prayer there. And Heavenly Father, thank you for the example of David and the reminder that greatness is a process. Help us to embrace the journey, trusting in your guidance and provision. Allow us to, Lord, have joy in the process, mm. Father God, knowing that you're going to work all things for our good. Grant us patience and perseverance as we grow in faith and prepare for the task you have set before us. May your presence be our constant companion. May your purpose be fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So let me give you the takeaway, the law of process. We're going to have uh, six more weeks of this, but the law of process teaches us that greatness is not achieved overnight. And just as David's journey required time, perseverance, and dependence on God, so does ours. So we have to embrace the process and trust that God is working in and through you, leading you and I to greater things for his glory. Amen. And I, I think that last nugget, the last two sessions, Joseph and David, the Lord was with them. The Amen. Lord was with them. And that was written out in scripture. And so no matter what place in your process you find yourself, know that the Lord is with you Amen. and he's going before you and he's going to 
to complete what he started in your life. Amen, amen, amen. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe and click the notification bell. Share it with someone, like, comment. Let us know that, um, that this podcast is touching your heart and your life. Um, it, cert- it certainly encourages us. Um, if you're on social media, make sure you tag us. We'd love to see what God's doing in your life. Also, download our Game Changer app. It's Game Changer by IPD Agency. Um, you can stay in contact with us, follow all of the resources that we have out there. And uh, we love you guys. We have six more weeks where we're going to be breaking down a different person in the Bible each week and uh, on the law process. So look forward to next time. Diana, I'm excited. Yes. Have a good one. <laughs>